0: Mobile Rolling, presented by Garratts Horse & Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au.
1: Thanks for joining us for another edition of Mobile Rolling. we are set for a huge weekend of harness racing action. It's already started because last night over in Auckland, copy that, the defending New Zealand Cup champion was back in action. That was his first start since suffering that... Nasty injury into Victoria late last year. He went down, but he was very game in defeat, running second behind Old Town Road, who's a very talented horse in his own right. And both first and second from that race are pushing towards the New Zealand Cup coming up uh, later this year in November at Addington in Christchurch. So the good racing continues. We've got a Group 1 feature to be run tonight over in the west at Gloucester Park, and we've got a great card of racing coming through from Albion Park. And good support cards at both menangle and melton tomorrow night let's go through all the market movers for the weekend's features Jared Daffy from Tabers online and he's with us now Jared, good morning good morning chris uh let's see if we can get some of these features from perth right tonight uh, the group one feature is race five this is the diamond classic the boys feature comes up next week the pearl classic but it looks like it's a race in two here tonight between flame tree at 1.60 drawn gate one zephyra 360 um next in the betting we're going out to nine dollars hunt the magic and the one that matty young gave a bit of a push for Flight to flame it's at 26 dollars. but where's the money going in tonight's group one feature it's
0: uh it's been 21 to 26 flight of fame uh, just on that one but the two favorites flame tree opened 150 out to 160 the one they launched into as soon as the market went up uh Zafira. Opened at 3.80, quickly got into $3.20. The market's been that way for about 24 hours now, Chris, so it hasn't moved in that time frame. But if you're looking for the early indicator, definitely number seven, Zafira.
1: Okay, the free-for-all tonight no, uh, Tonight is missing all the stars. There's no Chicago Bull. Vulton's in last week winner. he's not there. We've got $2 each of two tonight uh, with Gambit, who's drawn gate one, and Joe who's out in gate number six. He'll move in one spot with the, uh, with uh, Miracle moves being an early scratching. So $2 each of two. It'll be interesting to see who starts favourite here in this race tonight, Jared.
0: Well, I can tell you what's happened so far. Gambit opened $3.40. It's into $2. opened O opened $1.50. It's out to $2. So uh, there's a clear indication there of what punters want to be with. And as we know, they're pretty deadly on those free-for-alls yeah. in WA. Um, it took a couple of moves to get in into that current quote. It's been that way for some oh, 18 hours now, so I can't really give you a, a recent league one way or the other, but the fact that Lavra open at 150 out to $2 and there's no takers, I think maybe Gambit might even start favourite there.
1: Okay, that's a good push there for Gambit. He's been well tried to take out tonight's free for all. So nine races there. The Group 1 feature is Race 5. It's a great race night over there tonight because... They're hoping to raise some vital funds for young Noah George, who's uh, been doing it tough over the last 12 months or so. So we wish the club and uh, the family all the best. We've got and Barad back in action tomorrow night, Jared. He returns in the My Lightning Blue free-for-all at Melton. And we've got an early scratching of Supreme Dominator, who looked like being the main rival to Lachan art. So as a result, he's a very short and Barad. Drawn the outside of the second row here. It won't be a pushover for him. Uh, this race is over the journey of 1,720 metres. He's dollar $1.60. The next best is Torrid Saint 3.80. So are they getting around Lockenvarat and Varart first up?
0: They are. The fluctuations before Supreme Dominator came out are very interesting. It opened favourite at 2.15, Lockenvarat at 2.50. Was out the 3.50, Supreme Dominator. So it's out. Uh, just an 18 cent deduction there, which seems rather light. Uh, while that's been going on, Lockenvarat. and Varart, uh, it was 250, got into 225. It's now a dollar 60. The other one in the market that did attract a little bit of early support when the markets first went up uh, was, in fact, Torrid Saint. It was six into 420. After that scratching this morning, it's into 380. And Tango Tara ten into 750 on the back of those scratchings as well. But in summing it up, looks like Pundit Sink Lock and Varela will bounce back into the winners' circle
1: tonight. Okay, it'll be a big boost for the industry overall if he can make a successful return to racing tomorrow night. Lock and a art. So that's race number seven, My Lightning Blue Free For All. We've got a great night of racing at Albion Park tomorrow night. Ten races, four Group 1 features, a pair of listed features. It's Sire Stakes racing tomorrow night. The Kybered Triad features taking centre stage tomorrow night. And let's start with race two. This is the two-year-old Colts and Geldings feature. This is a Group 1 race. We've got For Real Life 330, Frankie Ferocious 270, Regazzo D'Italia at 151, Carter Grant 26. Hold on to your Bling 550. Mr. Domingo, he's a gallivinator. Sir Boston, all at $151. My Alderman Jacko, 460. Have you checked in 750? And Captain Foxtrot, he's at $101. So the favourite is Frankie Ferocious 270. Where's the money going here?
0: Interesting race for real life open favorite at two dollars thirty, it's out to 330. So, what's that 15 to 16 percent in the market drift? So, quite clearly, uh, some had to shorten, and there's been three favorite Frankie Ferocious drawn beside it 330 into 270. First cab off the rank, there was some interest in hold on to your bling 10 into 550. That's dried up, as has been the case with number 10, have you checked in 19 into 750. So, the signs were there. Chris, at that favourite, it was starting to drift and it was going to get out a lot further than what it was. That has been the case. If you believe the money in the last 24 hours, uh, Frankie Ferocious is the one. Number two, 330 into 270.
1: Okay. He should be unbeaten, Frankie Ferocious. He's won three from four and he cost himself the night he got beaten. He just over-raised, but he's looked very sharp in the two runs back. So he'll start the favourite tomorrow night, Frankie Ferocious. That's race two. We move across to race number three tomorrow night. This is one of the listed features for the four-year-old N-tyres and Geldings. The favourite here, Big Wheels. We've got an important scratching of just a little bit. So that's really, uh, you know, suede punters with Big Wheels. I, I think there was very little between them early. But Big Wheels is now the clear choice at 140, $6 each of two, Chamonix and Major Jarrett. And then we're going out to double the figures. So it's all about Big Wheels here.
0: Yeah, market's distorted now with, with that uh, with that scratching of just a little bit. The deductions were $0.34, cents, so they were $2.10 each of two. It comes out, all of a sudden, big wheels is $1.40 with that uh, massive deduction there. And apart from that, nothing's happened, really. It's been $1.40. It hasn't moved one way or the other.
1: Okay, race four another group one to feature. This one for the three-year-old fillies. Betty's Gold Class 12, Wonder Woman Jujon 101, Magical Amaya 3, Indie Jewel 81, Racy Roxy $1.60, Bonnie's Dance 18, Goldie's delight 34, Copywriter 71, Outer Change 151, Explanation Noted 101, Harley Blue 101, Always Be Me 9, and Merge Right $51. Odds on favourite here, Racy Roxy. Jared, she's already won the Breeders Classic. She won the Southeast Oaks during the Tab Constellations. She's aiming for a big Group 1 feature here. A is getting around her.
0: Not really. Opened $1.50 out to $1.60. The second pick uh, is the one that's been back, Magical Mayor, three twenty into $3.00. And again, that happened in the first 24 hours of betting. Once it opened, nothing's happened since then. So I'm not quite sure what way that favourite will go tomorrow. But uh, at the moment, it's $1.60 and a little push for Magical Mayor, the second pick there at $3.00. But it's, it's probably one of the quietest races on the program.
1: Okay, race number six, another listed feature here for the four-year-old mares. The favourite is the Victorian Eva Mateo, two forty, three dollars about Jasper, three forty. She's Miss Divine, uh, four eighty for uh, Auntie Villa. So a race in four, and it will be interesting to see who actually starts favourite here.
0: It will be. Uh, the two favourites uh, are both on the way out. Jasper was two eighty out to three dollars. Eva Mateo two thirty out to two uh, to two forty. So just a little. Drift outwards there. The one that has been back um, from the better draw, She's Miss Vine. Barrier 2, 440 into 340. Not a terrible lot of interest in the other one in the market there down the bottom, Arty Bella, 440 out to 480. So some money for the third favourite to upset the two that lead it in the market there, that uh, being number two, She's Miss
1: Divine okay she's mr vine best back ray seven group one two-year-old fillies here waterline 9.50 aurora joy 8 mullen ruby at 151 dollars jellyby typhoon 26 jewel melody 1.25 wandari delight 151 dollars lady digby 26 cheerleader 34 bronski delight 21 empress byline 31 talk like motion 26 dollars Jared, the clear favourite here is Jewel Melody. She's had 10 starts, 6 wins, 4 placings. She's going for her fourth Group 1 race tomorrow night. It's quite remarkable, really. And in many ways, she's not getting the, uh, the credit that she deserves. $1. twenty-five. Is she a clear choice here for punters?
0: It's an impressive CV, isn't it? She opened at $1.18. So just with those percentages starting to tighten up, it's out to one do Don't be put off by that. There's been interest uh, for her throughout the multis. Uh, the, the second pick Aurora Joy $5.50 out to eight dollars. The only one that's gathered any sort of support at all to beat the favors is the uh, pole marker here, Waterline fifteen into nine fifty. But again, most of that money's been each way. It looks like Jewel uh, Melody, pretty safe for it to be a banker in whatever you're doing tomorrow
1: night. Okay, the last of the Group One features race eight, three-year-old colts and geldings. Future Assured nine got a dream one hundred and fifty one. Captain Shuffles a dollar seventy. Danger Zone four eighty, Mr. Reactor, one hundred and fifty one dollars, Misty Creek one hundred and one, Midnight Somewhere, one hundred and fifty one, Teddy Disco five fifty, Talk to the Music 151, Away We Go seven fifty, Zacharuni one hundred and fifty one, Blue Bloods one hundred and fifty one, Class to the Max at fifty one, Captain Shuffles, three for three this prep. He's a dollar seventy, comes up with a good draw. Where's the money going?
0: We'll punt the sink. will make it four from four. Chris opened two fifteen into a dollar seventy. Now the second pick, danger zone, unmoved at four dollars eighty. The rest are either as they were or have gone out. So all one way traffic there for Captain Shuffles.
1: Okay, let's build a multi for the weekend, Jared. What can you uh, throw at us?
0: Okay, we start tonight at Gloucester Park, race six, number one gambit. As I said, three forty into two dollars. Uh, Captain Shuffles, the one we were just talking about, Albion Park, race eight, number three, and we'll. Round out a treble, uh, three of them, at Melton, race seven, number eleven, Lock and Var, Art on the comeback, uh, now into a dollar sixty. So there's three there um, tonight, Gloucester Park, race six, number one, Gambit. Uh, tomorrow night at Albion Park, race eight, number three, Captain Shuffles. And tomorrow night at Melton, race seven, number eleven,
1: Lock and Var, Art. Excellent. Uh, as per normal, Jared. Really appreciate it. Enjoy the weekend. We'll catch up next week. Thanks, Chris. from tab joining us so you can check out those prices right now by going to the website tab.com.au they come under the harness racing uh, uh, folder and you'll be able to find all of those prices right now so it's a big night coming through from albion park tomorrow night Cubed race night size stakes racing for those that like to refer to it as the size stakes racing but it's a great night there's no doubt about it joining us from albion park now communications and membership manager kate butch he's online kate good morning
2: good morning chris
1: uh, we've got a huge night tomorrow night, fresh off the Tad Constellations, but this is a, a standalone race night. All Q horses competing, so they're either born here in Queensland or sired by a stallion that was based here in Queensland. It's going to be a big night, and I'm sure the club's putting on a good party for all the owners and breeders.
2: Yeah, it's pretty exciting. It's um, an awesome scheme that Racing Queensland have got, and um, I think it's possibly the best one in Australia. So pretty happy to be in the Sunshine State for that bonus scheme. Uh, yeah, we do. We're hosting the owners, breeders, uh, connections for all the all the Group One and Listed runners. So, yeah, it'll be a great night on track.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Let's hope the weather holds out like it has been for the past couple of days. Where do we find your best bet?
2: My best bet comes up in race five. It's actually the five-year-old and old race. It's uh, Hipstar, so number seven. So fourth up from a spell and I reckon that this pace will be able to produce unfortunately not a great draw but as we know Pete McMullen can make his own luck so we'll see how we go there.
1: Okay so race five number seven that works out alright that's the first leg of the main quaddy. so we might be able to go skinny there with your standout as Hipstar and just go one out there and then play a little wider with some of those uh, triad finals which look a little tough so race five number seven Hipstar will you have more tips coming out tomorrow on the socials?
2: Yeah, most definitely. My um, One Equine money is actually going in a multi, so you'll have to look out on the Creek Social for my second best bet of the night.
1: OK, how are you going with that little uh, uh, bank each week from One Equine? Is it building nicely?
2: It is building. It, it was. It's. I think I got a good multi one of the weeks there for, with Leap to Fame, so that got a bit of money into the pool. But um, I think we're just over 1,200 now, so thanks to One Equine for the um, sponsorship ship
1: there all right and all that money's going to the mini trotters isn't
2: it it is it is so it's a great cause for um the money to go to and uh, we like to see our little mini trotters on the track so yeah it's a great cause okay
1: one final one before i let you go this morning originally you're from new zealand you took in some ecker action the uh, the royal show last week in brisbane how did you find it
2: yeah, it was great, actually. Had a very good day. I did get uh, told that we may have been going on a pub crawl, but uh, I think we landed at one pub and stayed there for the day. So it was great. We had a little look around and, um, yeah, it was, it was awesome. And the harness racing was, yeah, super um, there as well. Definitely exposed well. So well done to Racing Queensland and all the mini trotters and harness participants there.
1: All right, excellent stuff. Hey, really appreciate the time this morning. Uh, we'll see you trackside tomorrow night.
2: Thanks, Chris. See you then. And we've also got uh, live music in the Creek Bar. So hope to see you there after the last.
1: <laughs> yep, no doubt, no doubt. I'll be there. So that's tomorrow night, Albion Park 10 races, and it's Keybread Triad Race Night. Kate Bart, the membership and uh, um, sponsorship manager for Albion Park each Friday joins us, and her best bet comes up as race five, number seven, Hipstar. Our uh, expert putter each and every Friday is Ryan Spice, and he's online now to go through his thoughts on these Group 1 features. Ryan, good morning. Morning, Chris. Morning, everyone. What do you make of these features tomorrow night, the four Group 1s? Uh, great races,
3: Chris. Uh, and the two boys' editions are extra good.
1: Well, let's go through them, and we'll start with race two, the two-year-old Colts and geldings. Frankie Ferocious has been best back. He's 270. How do we break down this race? How do you see it?
3: Chris, I think this is probably one of the races where the map certainly has some question marks about it. Uh, Four wheel real life, um, raced a little bit unattractively at his last start, but he's trialled in good fashion since. Trent Dawson is an excellent driver for horses to get him off the arm from barrier one. He seems to time the gate beautifully. I'm sure he'll be firing out and trying to hold. And I think that'll same be the case for Nathan Dawson on Frankie Ferocious. He'll be making a play for the top as well early. Hold on to your bling. I think if they grab up and go back, it makes his task very, very difficult. So I think they might slice across and try and jag into the running line or they may even need to roll on to the breeze. And then we've got the other two good Colts, My Ultimate Jacko and Have You Checked In off the back row and they're going to be able to stalk and push through. So this shape has a great race. OK, do you think for real life will hold the lead from the inside? My gut tells me Frankie Ferocious will just get him into the first turn.
1: OK, OK. He'll be the horse to beat then if he finds top Frankie Ferocious.
3: Yeah, and with the gear changes they made on Frankie last part, he raced really, really attractively. So that certainly puts me um, in his corner for this event.
1: OK, so you're with Frankie Ferocious in the two-year-old colts and Guildings. What about race for the three-year-old fillies? Racy Roxy is the favourite, sixty. Magic LeMay has had support to beat her and they look the main to always be me. If she had a drawn better, she would have been right in the in the conversation. Racy Roxy, no doubt the best filly, but she can't really dominate this field. Like she can't be three wide to the breeze and just own them. So how does this race play out? The early speed,
3: I think, certainly comes from Betty's Gold Class and Wonder Woman Jujon if they want to try and push the button and find a spot. The rest of the front line are just moderate to OK beginners, but I'm quite sure Magical Maya will be pushing hard to roll to the top. I think with Racy Roxy, with all her stablemates around her, she needs to just come out in neutral, but certainly work forward and then take cover. And certainly the barrier draw has crueled Always Be
1: Me's chances. She looks like she'll be tracking up three wide at the bell, probably without cover. If she had a drawn Always Be Me, and this is purely hypothetical, but she would have been a realistic winning chance if she had a draw.
3: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But I think at the the end of the day, if you rank the fillies in order of their talent, certainly Racy Roxy is the clear pick. Um, I think the dollar sixty price is uh, is skinny enough. I think if you were keen to back her, certainly wait. And I think sometime through the cycle, you would get a dollar eighty or a dollar ninety about her. But from a betting point of view, from my perspective, I'm thinking the filly on the improved Magical
1: Mayor, she might run a bold race. Okay, so Magical Mayor there, currently $3 with Tab. Let's go across to the two-year-old fillies, Ray 7. Jewel Melody, $1.25, clear choice. Next best, uh, we're looking at uh, $8 for Aurora Joy. I mentioned this with Darren Clayton earlier in the week. She's had 10 starts, six wins, four minors. She's chasing her fourth Group 1 race tomorrow night. She's already banked a quarter of a million dollars. And if she wins tomorrow night, that will push her well past $300,000. If she was in a big Victorian stable, they'd be singing this filly from the rooftop, wouldn't
3: they? Yeah, I suppose so. Um, She's certainly well found in the market and no spoil at dollar $1.25. From a betting perspective, Chris, I actually think Jillaby Typhoon will want to spear out and hold. You know, she does have good ability in her own right and run 55 in the past. So I think it's on the cards that Dual Melody does have to breathe and I wouldn't want to be taking the fours on.
1: OK, All right. Well, that's going to be an interesting race, the two-year-old fillies and race eight, the three-year-old Colts and Guildings. Uh, Captain Shuffles taking all before him. He's a dollar seventy. He's easily the best. Back Danger Zone four eighty five fifty. Teddy Disco. How does this race play out,
3: Chris? This is a great race. Again, uh, an event with five or six winning chances. Um, Captain Shuffles is certainly an exciting prospect, and we've seen him run a fifty-one mile and then easily account for future assured over the middle trip last week. But I think the dollar seventy is well unders. I marked him closer to his opening price of around $2.15, 2 20 um, I much prefer from a betting perspective to back the horses that have come through the Southeast Derby and the Queensland Derby in the form of Danger Zone and Teddy Disco. We know that they are excellent horses in their own right. Danger Zone has great gate speed as well, so I actually think and Barnes will launch this horse at the start and see if he can either cross or maybe even duck onto Captain Shuffle's back. Um, and then at some point, maybe Teddy Disco does work off and turn it turns it into a true staying event. So we know okay. Captain Shuffles has that high level of talent, but we, we don't know if he stays.
1: Mm. If he comes out and just blows this field away tomorrow night, uh, where will he sit, Captain Shuffles?
3: Oh well, if he just accounts for these in on with Dewey's, uh, who knows, Chris? I think uh, the world mm. is oyster.
1: Yeah, he's a very exciting prospect, no question about that. So that's all in front of us tomorrow night at Albion Park. Do you have a best bet? Is it at Albion Park or are we going elsewhere?
3: Chris, I'm pretty excited to back one down at Melton on Saturday night in race four, which is the APG Vic Gold Sovereign final for the three-year-old fillies. And the betting has it as a two-horse race between the Emma Stewart trained Our Little Jet and uh, Phil kirkop trained Just Nicky. These horses all went round in a prelude uh, a week ago. Just Mickey sat outside our little jet in her first race start and ran her to 1.7 metres, and they got home in a... It was a doddle. then a sprint home in a 27 flat. This week, I think the roles will be reversed. Just Mickey will lead, and our little jet may have to sit outside her, and I'm really keen that Just Mickey can get the job done.
1: Okay, so just Mickey currently two twenty five with Tab right now, so that's the best bet for Ryan. Race four at Melton tomorrow night, horse number one. Ryan, really appreciate the time. Enjoy tomorrow night. Look forward to the chat again next week. Cheers, Chris. Ryan Spice joining us. Darren Clayton is about to join us now to go through his thoughts for Ellabean Park. This huge program tomorrow night. He's online. Darren, good morning.
4: Good yeah, morning, Chris.
1: How are you today? really well. I'm going to put you to the sword as well here with these four Group 1 features. Race 2, Frankie Ferocious 270. Who wins it and why?
4: Yeah, I'm keen on hold on to your bling in this one, Chris. I thought um, he'd done pretty well sort of through the season. He accounted for Jewel Melody in one of those races in the Paleface Adios. Um, That was where she went back and then there was a little bit of a scrimmage in the run but hold on to your bling capitalised. He's been back to the trials just to stay up to the mark, and um, it, it was a really good trial, I thought. Um, just pretty much stayed on the helmet um, of for dear life, sort of throughout, and, and only took a shot in the closing stages. So uh, I think there's a bit of speed in this race. I think um, I think Trent Dawson certainly wants to to dictate there. Like you spoke to him yesterday, he said that's his ideal scenario. I think there's a bit of pressure, and I thought uh, even though it's a tricky draw, hold on to your bling for mine. I think he can win it. I think he's a he's a progressive type.
1: Okay, five fifty currently for hold on to your bling. What about a race for the three-year-old Phillies, Racy Roxy, one sixty? Is she the the horse to beat?
4: She's certainly the horse to beat, but she gets no favours from gate five. I I found this probably the toughest one, and and I've actually gone pretty wide here, Chris, um, at, at an each way play. Um, with Goldie's Delight, she's a, a huge price I thought, and um, she was she was pretty good first up last time out. Chased home uh, in the heat that uh, that race that heat was won by Always Be Me. She sat parked while Always Be Me uh, led it up. She was first up from a spell there. So, not sure what went on with Goldie's Delight. She went down for the um, obviously had enough of an opinion to take her to the New South Wales Oaks. Came back and probably didn't really fire. Well, she did win a race, but she only fell in. She's had a spell. She's come back. I thought that was a, a pretty neat enough run there last week. Like I said, tough draw, but in a race that I thought was pretty open. Um, quite happy to to play her each way.
1: Okay, so number seven, Goldies of Delight, thirty-four dollars four forty the place.
4: Yeah, and I think it's actually moved in quite a bit from that price as well, Chris. So yeah, that's the that's the way I'm happy to play. But Racey Rocks yeah, is certainly the one to beat off those uh, her uh, Breeders' Classic win. She's looking to repeat the dose there with the Triad, and, and also that uh, Southeast Derby win where she flashed home.
1: Yeah, Mr. Grant Dixon uh, with five thousand wins, he's got weight of numbers in that three-year-old fillies. I think he's got six of the thirteen fillies engaged there, so uh, he's certainly going to be in the uh, the thick of the action there. What about the two-year-old fillies race seven? Jewel Melody at $1.25. We spoke about this filly on Wednesday, chasing her fourth Group 1 win. How do you see her? Is she past the post?
4: I think she is, Chris. I think she's just too classy. Um, she's a, She's been a star filly all season. Ten starts, six wins, four minors. So Saturday night will be her 11th race. Um, I think... Bernie Hewitt's done a super job of just getting her ready. This has pretty much been uh, the, the main aim, and she's just ticked over nicely through some of those runs. The first up run, um, he was just very easy on it in that uh, pale face adios, and um, then once she was back in the pack of that small field, it just sort of didn't work out for her. Um, since then, she's been perfect, and, and I can't see what can actually beat her. Um, even if um, Jillyby Typhoon gets to the front, I don't think they'd want to um, park Jewel Melody with her record. And um, after Saturday night, she wins this race. Uh, I think we've got every right to be talking about her as as the best best Philly, certainly this season. And, uh, you know, right up there in, in recent years of, of the quality of Philly.
1: Mm, absolutely. And what about race eight, the three-year-old and Guildings? Uh, Captain Shuffles has just been breathtaking in the three runs this campaign. This is his big grand final here. He's at $1.70. How do you see it?
4: Yeah, $1.70 is too short for mine, Chris. Um, I think he'll certainly run a big race, and he gets the gate because he's got that sort of gate advantage. But uh, I think he, he he won't get things all his own way. I'm sticking with the, um, with the form of danger zone. Um, he just went too hard too early in that first half in the Queensland derby. Uh, he went 58.5, the opening 800 over the 2,600. And um, with Leap to Fame then sitting outside him, he, he just sort of wilted in the straight. He only just faded in the last strides over the 2,100, which this race is this week in the Southeast Derby, where Can't Find a Better Man who had to sit on him, got him, and, and Leap to Fame was second. He was still only beaten, uh, I think it was about a neck away from the winner in that Southeast Derby. Been back to the trials, a really sharp piece of work at the trials. Um, I think this is his opportunity to, to win a big one. He hasn't got a big one on the board yet. I think this is his to win. Um, Captain Shuffle's the main threat. Teddy Disco will just need an ounce of luck, find a bit of open space, and he can certainly feature um, his trial as well in preparation for this it was absolutely super. So, um, But danger zone for me.
1: Okay, so danger zone for you there. Just a quick question, just on tomorrow night. The the programming of those four Group 1 races tomorrow night, what are they? Races 2, 4, 7, and 8. Were you
4: surprised by that? Uh, A little bit. I thought, I know we like to have some big races in the quarter, and, um, you know, the big races tend to be later in the night, but that that three year old race is an absolute belter of a race. And, um, you know, you, you look at, where we try to cash in on the best turnover. or well, races one and two are traditionally the best turnover races. So, um, and, you know, historically, um, two-year-old races don't tend to, to generate a lot of turnover. So having that two-year-old Colts and Geldings as race two, I just thought was perhaps a little bit uh, um, maybe out of place. But it, it's hard with these races when they're all... They're all, um, you know, Q-bred horses, some smaller fields. Um, You know, even that four-year-old race as race three at the time, just a little bit was obviously in the field. But, um, you know, that's probably one of the races that I would have had a little bit later, I guess. But, um, yeah, they they are where they are. Whether Mm. whether that we get the best out of them or not, we'll we'll wait and see, I guess.
1: It's interesting. Where do we find your best bet tomorrow night?
4: Yeah, well, I thought uh, if we waited a little bit later to race number nine and horse number four, Mystery Road, his last two runs have been absolutely super of thought from wide gates. Um, this is a QBred only qualifying pace. It's worth extra stakes. It's 21000 I think Mystery Road will be absolutely primed for this race tomorrow night. It does draw outside good as it gets. Uh, I thought they were the only two hopes in the race and Um, Whether Mystery Road has to sit parked or whether he gets cover and can sprint over the top, I think whichever way it works out, I think he is uh, a very good bet. Race nine at number four, Mystery Road. And uh, also keen in the first on number 10, Maywin Troubadour.
1: Okay, so we're coming up with race nine at number four, Mystery Road 370 and may win Troubadour Race 1, number 10 at 3.40. Uh, The dashboard, that's up and running on the Racing Queensland website?
4: Yes, certainly is. Driver to follow tomorrow night, Shane Graham. Of course, Shane's got the drive on Mystery Road, my best bet there. He's also got the drive on Captain Shuffles and a couple of other nice pickups. Uh, Talk like emotion, she's drawn badly in that two-year-old filly's race out in Gate 11, but she's a very nice Um, filly. Probably she'd be a, a much better chance with a better draw, but uh, he also picks up Arnie Bella for Chris Frisbee. I thought that four-year-old mares race is probably a little bit open, and uh, he's also got a few others there. Carter Grant Stoker race. Uh, I thought Hipstar Kate's already gave it as her best bet. I thought uh, it's a good chance there. We got early quadies, quadies, and the best trifecta exotic I thought was that two-year-old Phillies race standout Dual Melody from two nine eleven and one two seven nine eleven, and I think
1: we'll get the cash there awesome darren really appreciate the time we'll see you trackside thanks chris